this. Get yeah, down like you wipe, you butthole. <laughs> Klobuchar is not going to lose Bernie any votes. Like, that's, they're, they're doing the same thing the Republicans did, which was throw as much shit at the wall as possible and hope that some of it, anything, is going to stick, except the one that's obviously going to. Like, and, and she's taking shots at all kinds of people. And, like, if, if somebody wants a, a weird centrist moderate, they have every spineless yellow belly prick they could possibly want. Like, there's a glut of those. And it's just never going to run out. I mean, I would not accuse Amy Klobuchar of being an empty suit. Uh, I don't like what she is, but she is not an empty suit like a Pete or a Biden. Oh, it's, a Pete is demonstrably soulless. And, and Biden's just, you know. I don't fucking know, man. Biden is... Well, Biden's soul I, has passed on to the afterlife, and his body's still going. That's what's yeah, going Biden's on Biden's a Biden. product of necromancy, clearly. I mean, it's it's just... It's bizarre that there's... Seems to be this 3 to 4% that just moves from uh, hype candidate to hype candidate like a school of fish. Like, it was Warren, then it was Pete, and now they're on Klobuchar. Hey, guess what? I don't think it's people that are moving. I think it's that poll methodology is fucked up. In the U.S., changing to yeah to whatever whatever they want the uh, the dialogue to be about. You know, I thought so, but like the exact trajectory I described is basically everybody I work with. Like, oh, they were holy shit! They were all Warren dudes, and then all of a sudden, after I don't even remember which was it not this past debate, but the one before. Did Pete have a moment, and then all of a sudden, or did uh, the media organization just decide it was time to hype him up? Because, I mean, it was just like, he was a consistent, like, fourth place, and all of a sudden he was number two in all these places. Like, what did he actually do? A lot well, of it is dumping a bazillion fucking dollars in Iowa. Like, he's huge in Iowa because of just constant spending there. Like, that's I mean, Kamala, Kamala flew too close to the sun and burned out. I think yeah, that the lot like there are a lot of these guys are just trying to uh, trying to ride out their war chest best they can and drop money tactically, but Buttigieg is just like throwing it at Iowa, hoping it sticks. I think he and has a plan. More support after Iowa, yeah, yeah. He's, yeah. he's hoping to pick Iowa and then and then draw in a lot more support. Which means when he gets tossed in Iowa because Bernie's ground game is fucking enormous and he has millions of union supporters and, like, door-to-door walkers there, uh, I, I don't know. Is, is Woody just going to eat shit after he loses Iowa? Probably. That's the... I mean, Sanders, Sanders has to win Iowa. That's, that's the truth of it. Man, what are people going to do? Like, what is the TV going to do when that happens? Because, yeah, it's absolutely necessary to continue. They're going to start equivocating the fact that uh, Sanders and Trump are the same because they're both loud and from New York. And that's going to be it. CNN's going to keep CNNing along. (laughs) MSNBC is going to go into fucking apoplectic, like, meltdown. Speaking of that, though, this is something that I was thinking about the other day. This is going to be kind of a tangent. But the comparisons of, like, the surface-level bullshit comparisons of Trump to Bernie... I remember when Trump got elected and people were saying, well, now you know how we felt when Obama got elected. And the there's a trend now of people turning things that are vectors into scalars that is maddening. Cause, and the, the third example I have of this is, uh, we're going to talk about Star Wars, but 
you know, the new Star Wars is dog shit, <laughs> and I saw some people saying, well, now you know how I felt about The Last Jedi. And it's like, no, things, you you get pissed off about something. God damn it. <laughs> things are bad for a reason, <laughs> and that reason matters. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's the, the idea that it's it's just raw emotion as a number that goes up or down is insane. I mean, it is the, the good things are bad drill tweet. But it's becoming more and more common. <laughs> the reasons that people are mad, like, that's the difference between murder one and manslaughter. Like, the reasons a thing happens. There, there has to be nuance. Yeah, it's almost like causes and intent are just as important as effects when it comes to what they mean about our character. Yes. You punch that guy, well, that's a crime, you're going to jail. You punch that guy, well, it was a Nazi, it's fine. Yeah. Well, so the Trump comparisons are coming out now, and then uh, the other day that uh, that one Oof. Twitter account, uh, Jews Against Anti-Semitism. Oh, oh yeah. Shit. Did, they did their, like, 23-tweet thread about how anti-Semitic Bernie Sanders is. I just saw that shit today. The morning after fucking Corbin got tossed because of, like, how shitty the British media was, and by spinning the constant uh, anti-Semitism narrative... They're like, oh, this war. This is what works. We'll use this against the left. Yeah, but I don't think it like comparisons to the British election are pretty bad. Like, they, yeah, they, yeah. I'm not making them. The libs are. Yeah, but even amongst liberals, most people agree that like most people like Bernie Sanders as a person. Yeah, we are in a separate moment in I time with a very long. different political problem than the UK right now. Huh. Which yeah, I'm yeah. not too familiar, but I mean, it could have just been a media hack job. But like, Jerry Corbin seemed fine, but he didn't seem like the kindly grandpa the way that Bernie does. That's true. Yeah, kindly Corbin's, grandpa who gets angry on your behalf. Corbin's an old diehard, and people rightly accused him of, "Hey, uh, it looks like you had some sympathy with the IRA, and uh, <laughs> what, what's up with that?" Well, I did. Yeah, oh. I did. <laughs> Which, I can, uh, I mean, A, cool. B, I can see why it wouldn't play well in uh, in Britain. Yeah, yeah, I can't imagine how London did did not appreciate that. Well, As London goes, so goes the rest of the country. Correct me if I'm wrong. It, I mean, it, it was all about Brexit, but isn't it basically, every, like, England is the only part of the UK that actually wants to leave, but they're also, like, a absolute majority like Scotland was yeah. remain Ireland North Ireland was remain <laughs> air quotes um, Ireland wanted Wales. to remain yeah, air <laughs> yeah. so oh, yeah okay. that was a national referendum and basically the south minus Wales was like no nah, we should uh, we should leave the EU and the north was like no nah, we should definitely stay in the EU <laughs> well it look it looks like they're leaving so no. Yeah, well, it's looked like they've been leaving for two years now. Yeah, this see, this one. Oh, yeah. I, I was gonna to say this one feels kind of like the final, uh, the final attack. But I've said that before. So. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, October thirty first was Brexit day, <laughs> and yep. they still haven't done it. There were parties. Like there, there's shit posting just exploded on the thirty first. It was Halloween and it was scary time, and then nothing happened. 
What yeah, Boris Johnson show. is a posh do-nothing and an idiot that was elected by accident to mayor of London. And it turns out this is how high you can fall whenever your entire country is made up by dunces with a media that like absolutely toes the party line for the Tories. God almighty fucking do they. I mean, could, I mean, we find, like, could we finally be at the point where people, where a British accent is no longer a symbol of intelligence? I mean, that's where I'm at, is I just uh, assume it's like, oh. Yeah. Well, I've been there. Statistically, you're a moron. So, so, something I've been trying to evangelize is, uh, whenever I was in Afghanistan, one of the dumbest sacks of rocks I worked with was a British dude. And ever since then, <laughs> I have made it, like, a personal thing to uh, decouple... A British accent from appearance of intelligence. <laughs> Hell yeah. It, it doesn't mean you're dumb, but it doesn't mean you're smart. It doesn't. It shouldn't make. It shouldn't appear smart. Because I am more apt to trust like a London East End accent than I am any fucking posh British accent. Uh, I can't actually like. I can't tell you where the various British accents come from. Yeah, and anecdotally. The people that I know from the internet that live in Europe are like, yeah, here's the rankings of the worst tourists. Number one, Englanders. Number two, the Chinese. <laughs> Close number three, Americans. Americans. They they yeah. are number two in certain aspects. <laughs> what was so bad about Chinese tourists? I I don't know. I didn't de- I didn't dive any deeper into it. Ranking. What matters is that <laughs> hey, well, uh. English tourists are the fucking worst. Man. And they're... I'm not going to blame their media for everything, but their media is extra shitty. And the only, like... I don't know which BBC channel it was, but they were not completely fucking fawning over Bojo. And so he was like, hey, uh, we'll reconsider their fucking license and funding or something like that. Like, threatened their their source of income uh in, in the national media because they weren't sucking his dick quite hard enough and how he liked. Um, Just miserable. In my yeah. experience, chi- your, your average Chinese person needs a lot of unlearning the same way your average American does. Because there's just so much stuff that is just so deeply uh, forced into their bones that like until you learn that it's wrong, it's not going to be accepted. I, the oh, the point man. example I can think of is you ask most Chinese people, they'll tell you they live in a democracy because they do technically vote, but all candidates have to be approved by the Chinese Communist Party. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, But they do consider that legitimate elections in general. And uh, Woof. No? <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, we're kind of in the same boat. <laughs> I mean, yeah. By and large. Terrorbad. So like, it, man, it's it's weird to see the Democrats making the same mistake as Republicans, thinking that it's just going to work this time. Because normally the Democrats find their own ways to fail. Well, the the DNC would rather Trump get reelected than Bernie Sanders get elected. Absolutely, absolutely. I mean, that's, liberals break fascists. Like it, there's there. Like, Trump comparisons to Bernie are wrong, but in terms of their positioning within the party, it is kind of the same thing. They are an ideological outsider, in a sense. And, and they have binary baby brains, where well, they will, like, it's, it's there. there's no, there's there's hardly, oh my god. Well, yeah, but the, 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 the key difference is the Republicans ran with it, whereas 
if Bernie gets elected, I guarantee you there's going to be some internal hamstringing that tries to go on. Oh yeah, absolutely. Oh yeah, absolutely. Oh god damn it! <laughs> like that's, that's that's the first fucking thing they're going to do is start dumping cash into primary challenges in for anybody that has supported Sanders. The first thing they're going to fucking do. They're already doing it by and large. It's just ground game in all of these contested districts has has been enough to counter that. Well, yeah, what was it, a few months back where the uh, the the coordinating committee said they would uh, they would not do business with any uh, firms that work with a somebody trying to challenge a primary candidate? Like, yes. basically any progressives that challenge their uh, 30-year primary, like their, their empty suits that have been sitting in their seats, anybody that challenges them, if you help them, we will not work with you. They basically yeah. blacklisted all challengers. Yep. Well, the Democratic Party saw what happened to the Republicans, and they are absolutely mortified that the left is going to establish and galvanize an ideology within the Democratic Party the same way that whatever the fuck the Tea Party was and whatever it is now did within the Republicans. Because that's what happened over there. That is. The terrible irony of that being that it was the billionaires that funded all the Tea Party horseshit. And it's... But rather than the insurgents that are happening right now, it's it's extremists that are funded against by billionaires. Like, the the, the all the incumbents in the establishment are the ones funded by a lot of the same extremists that funded the goddamn... Uh, tea Party in the first place. Yeah, well, but one, of the, that one of the reasons yeah, it's, the it's Tea literally Party literally controlled was, opposition. Yes. Yeah. Well, one of the reasons the Tea Party was so effective is because they brought out uh, all your old school, like New World Order militia types that were basically apolitical until twenty sixteen. That's right. Yeah. yeah. And I don't know if there's really any block like that on the like. I think Bernie Sanders... Well, it's poor people. If, it, if there's anybody that's going to come out that's normally apolitical for Bernie Sanders, it's poor people. Yeah, Sanders' entire deal has has been uh, to, to mobilize people that don't normally vote. And all of us in our lives have met people or, or currently know folks who were like, yeah, no, nah, there's no reason to vote because I voted for X years and absolutely nothing has fucking changed as a result. But I'm finally hearing somebody that's speaking to my personal experience and my friend's personal experience is all of our fucking misery in this shit show. And I'll vote for that. I haven't voted in so many years because I tried it and it didn't do anything. I mean, I have like I I never voted for Obama. <laughs> like Yeah, that's a reasonable position to take. Like yeah, I was both of you. I, I did not vote in two thousand eight or two thousand twelve. I I voted in both because uh uh, it, like the second time was it's just the same thing that a, a lot of like more extreme communists will shriek about it. I'm like it's harm reduction and they're like how much harm did you stop and I'm like a, a non-zero sum and there wasn't any better choice neoliberalism forced my hand yes exactly It's it squeezed the trigger while I happened to be holding the gun it gave me the gun because it put another one against my head yeah, almost well, and, literally. And looking back on like where I'm at now, if we were doing 2008 or 2012 again, I would vote for Obama. But I know I remember where my head was at at that time, and there's a lot of people that are also there, like right now, that just see like, look, this is a shit show. What good can this possibly do for me? And uh, when somebody doesn't have health care, you say, hey, you can have health care. I think like. 
some people are warning against the the leftward movement because they are though cowards sneer and and all that shit um they they don't want to see any of that movement because they're paid by the goddamn industry but it's it's that sort of extremism in favor of people like it's it's the pushback against the neoliberal billionaire hegemony that's going to draw people in and make them see this because like obamacare sounded great right he like obama did really well in large part because he campaigned as more of a I'm, i don't know if, I, if extremist is the word but uh more of a socialist than uh he actually governed as yeah yeah campaign obama was very or at least 2008 campaign obama was a different person than who actually sat in the white house for eight years yeah Yeah. my 2012 obama vote was largely haha i voted for a black guy doesn't this make you mad fuck mitt romney fuck mitt romney yeah i (laughs) mean he was against (laughs) mitt romney mitt romney is one of the most unlikable people on earth it's still insane to me that he's now a sitting senator and and basically, there... basically, he got he got to be a senator because he's like the biggest Mormon in America. Yeah. <laughs> Just a sentient pat like splatter of cottage cheese in Mormon underwear. The representative from Provo, Utah. <laughs> Even though he's from Massachusetts, he actually represents Massachusetts. Actually he is. He yes. he he moved to Zion. <laughs> <laughs> and now he wears the Mormon Pope hat. I mean, no, they do actually have their own Pope. They call him the Prophet. But that's that's a separate discussion. <laughs> the Pope there, there, yeah, yeah, like the Mormon oh, Church. Yeah. They have they have their figurehead that speaks directly to God. Oh yeah, a lot, man. There's there's so much that I di- that I thought I knew about Mormonism, but like there are layers upon layers that I keep discovering. Uh, oh, uh, we know. Just because I have I've dated or I'm playing D and D with Mormon friends, <laughs> I just keep finding out new shit about the Mormon Church. I was helping out with a open source project that cross checked um, Mormon records with sex offender lists. And, oh, oh lord! Um, turns out when you join the Mormon Church, they give you basically have a Mormon social security number. <laughs> <laughs> Like you literally have an identification number within the Mormon Church. That's that's building dual power. Communists listen the fuck up. I mean, well, they really are building a separatist government. They really are. But it's uh, it's how they save the world in the Doom novels. What the fuck is a tabernacle? It's a church. <laughs> yeah, is, is it like it's a big church. <laughs> it's a fun word for a church. It's, it's a, a Protestant it's a, word for a, for a, a cathedral. Word. Great, yeah. great word. <laughs> It, it, it's it's the difference between an iglesia and a cathedral, between a church and a tabernacle. Yeah, That's it's serious it. business. Like very dramatic architecture, all about the some bitch. Like lots it, it of it means really big angles. church where they do sometimes things that are related to the church that aren't directly worship services. You know, the bureaucratic nonsense, like the guy that talks directly to God, and the people that round up the little <laughs> girls that suck his dick. Oh, 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 oh. Yeah. Well, I guess it's on my mind, because the, the Tabernacle Choir, like, I mean, all shitty things the Mormons aside, they do put out great Christmas albums. Yeah, so pro- hell of a choir. Yeah, nah. Probably. Incontrovertible. That's true. That's a solid-ass truth. Fucking Mormons. I'll never forget. One of the... the, one of the You're telling me that... this entire Siberian orchestra is trans? <laughs> 
if they were, I would have I would have been there in a second. What's <laughs> a? Uh, uh, I remember I, I knew a Mormon guy in high school. Cause, like he got like forty liters of root beer for Christmas once. <laughs> <laughs> yep. It's, was it like home brewed? No, no. It's just because they can't have caffeine or they whatnot. They can't have caffeine. Yeah, but here's sugar. Uh huh. Yeah. Finish it before Lent, bitch. Or we're pouring it down the drain. I don't think Mormons do Lent. Or some Lent equivalent. I guess, I don't know. So did I you mean, see the, the story that came out about them sitting on $100 billion? And doing fucking nothing with it. Yeah, that's... Mm-hmm. Oh, the, the Mormons have an amazing land scam going on. Yeah, they do. Capital that's been their ammo from word one. Like take take everything that's bad about landlords and everything that's bad about religion and throw them together. There, there you go, Mormonism, tax-free landlordism, Christ of Latter-day Saints. Like Mao is just <laughs> furious right now. Man, I didn't expect to go in on the Mormons today, but here we are. Yeah, surprise, surprise topic. Well, you know who's not like the Mormons, the Jedi. Because they don't feel strongly about any goddamn thing. Oh, Except the Force! I mean, because let's be real, the Jedi don't fuck. The Jedi no. don't fuck, and that's that's why the Sith happened. Is, is, is that, like, I mean, I'm just saying from the, like, none of the characters that we've seen that are Jedi fuck, but is it a Jedi Anakin thing? Anakin did. Are they? Uh, Anakin yeah, well, was Anakin's culturally also the, Sith. He, he's, he's the angry ex-Mormon of Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> so, like... <laughs> Here's the stuff, right? So, like, Jediism is more or less based on, like, West Coast loose interpretations of Zen from the 60s and 70s. Like, hippie Zen. Do-nothing do centrist moralism. Did I say Mormonism? I meant Jediism. Yes, same. <laughs> so, anyways, yeah, the Jedi are... They're not supposed to fuck. They kind of eschew worldly things. Uh, Yeah, that's the idea. At least kind of posited by George Lucas. Is they were some order of like warrior Zen knights. Alright. Uh, let's go ahead and say uh, Rise of Skywalker spoilers past this point. So if you don't want to spoil, yeah. stop Warning. listening. Warning! The movie Warning. is dog shit. Yeah. Uh, yeah, <laughs> don't uh, see it sober. Uh, if you're thinking about seeing it, just read the Wikipedia page. I mean, it's a. Fa- Do you want to see lightsaber fights? Because it has lightsabers. But Do they you want to see gunfights? No. Okay. Hey. okay. There is not a single oh. <laughs> good lightsaber duel in the entire sequel trilogy. I think the one when I they're mean, on what? the ocean Fair. is pretty good. It's a good lightsaber it's, fight. It is It is a knockdown, dragout slugfest more than any of the, like, coordinated uh, lightsaber dance fights that have happened in, in previous series entries. Those rule. It's Yes. Yeah, it but looks- it's also cool to see people just get, get fucking exhausted by swinging a, a sword made of laser. I mean, yeah, that- it looked more like the lightsaber fights from, say, like, the original series, the original trilogy, than the ones from uh, the prequels. Wait, the... I forgot who said it, but the, the fights in the prequels, they look like they're trying to hit each other's swords. Yes. It's pretty bad about that, yes. Um, nothing in the sequel trilogies is memorable, though. Like, I only know them as, like, tones in my head. Like, the forest fight from Force Awakens. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I remember the feel of that fight, but I, like, the, the moments themselves, nothing really sticks out. I get the new trilogy and the the new side stories just mixed up. I don't know what happened in which movie, because they don't have enough individual character. 
But I'm always going to fucking remember, like, Speeder Chases on Endor as as exactly the right movie it happened in. Yeah, how much of that is you were 9 versus you're 35? True. I, I have Dane Bramage at just at different levels at different times. Fair. I'm just thinking about, like, let's say a few years from now. Like, you're trying to introduce your kid to Star Wars... And normally, whenever, you know, maybe there's some outside sources and you have to be like, oh, yeah, it's in this book. How embarrassing is it going to have to be to be like, oh, yeah, let's watch this clip from Fortnite so you know what the fuck is going on. (laughs) (laughs) Dude, I've taught things in my classroom using, like, old Call of Duty videos. I'm not above it. It fucking works. Just, like, the the drop-in on Rise of Skywalker is so hard. Like, they're just like, this is happening now. Eat it, you yeah. fucking pig. I mean, I'd imagine dropping in on Return <laughs> of the Jedi cool. without having seen the other two was uh, jarring. Yeah. I'm saying, no. Who like, the fuck is that like, and what are they doing and why can they do that? You could you could do a... Mar- like, if you watched Force Awakens and The Last Jedi, then immediately went to go see Rise of Skywalker, it's still a hard You don't have left. any idea what the fuck. Yeah. Like, it's... it's Well, that's, that's sort of what the screen crawl text is supposed to do before every one of them. I'm like, where the fuck can one find any of this happening? What a weird goddamn way to set up a movie. Does any other series do that? No, it's fairly iconic for Star Wars. But if you go into, like, comics and shit, it's there. I don't get too torn up about it. It's like, surprise, the Emperor's alive. Ah, he's not dead. And I'm like, oh, okay, that's what we're doing in this movie. Okay, if I hadn't known there was a Fortnite tie-in, I would have been like, oh, well, that's, um, unexpected. Okay. (laughs) Skywalker. I mean, the movie just feels like a giant fuck you to Ryan Johnson. Because <laughs> there's In no a way, lot of ways, man. There's no well. I'm, I say there was no way. There's no way this was the original plan. There was no plan. Yeah, but it, but the third movie was uh, not going to be this. They let the man that made Lost make this trilogy. I never saw Lost. No, so Lost was Damon Lindelof, means. man. It was oh, hey, J.J. Yeah. Abrams and Lindelof. Oh. oh, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, and they oh. also let Lindelof do uh, do Watchmen, and guess what? Watchmen is also sort of a meandering mess. So, uh, yeah. Uh, Watchmen I've... is extremely artistic in a way that is that is similar to the comics, and that there are lots of little things here and there to notice that, that like, reinforce the themes, but... Overall, it seems a lot like uh, a bit of a fucking white savior narrative. Well, so, correct if I'm wrong, I'm the only one that's seen it, right? Yeah. You're the only one that's finished it. I have. I, I've seen, I, like, the first two or three episodes. I still need to watch the final episode, but here's... Like, my big problem with the series is I'm I'm one episode from finishing it. I can't tell you what that show's about. Like, the show is, like, world, like a ton of world building. It's about and- the Watchmen, duh. <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah, I was right there on the cover. Fuck. Uh, <laughs> like sometimes you can read the book by its cover. It is just up its own, and it's it's a white guy showing you how woke he is. It's not it's not actual. Uh, it it feels very inauthentic to me. Is is the boys better Watchmen? Yes. Oh shit! Oh, ten ten million times. Largely. Okay. Yeah, the, the boys is pretty good. The boys is fantastic. Watchmen, yeah. is, I will say that Watchmen, it's it's very well produced. Like it looks good. It has a lot of I, I, man. The, the even Watchmen like the, is a lot of English major bullshit. Like but the, the the setup for it, like the the actual imagining of what does the world of Watchmen look like thirty years on. 
actually yeah. is pretty cool. But there's not a plot. <laughs> like, there literally, there's no, like, you cannot tell what that show's about. Just It's oh, just no. stuff happening. It's that, literally, that it's just stuff happening. There's no threat. And, and the first three, like, the first two or three episodes that I've seen, I could tell you what's going on, probably. But if it, if it fucking flies off the rails and narratively just disjoins from everything that's supposed to be there, then I don't know. It, it might just, you know... Well, it, and this it, it doesn't eat its own ass like in a Roboros by retelling a story in different ways thematically. It might eat its own ass because that's where its head is. Right. Well, it is the guy that wrote Lost, so I guess this is kind of his thing. But it's... I, I Give me a fucking plot. Something that I can, you know, chew on. Yeah, well, that's that. Um, <laughs> well, man. Yeah, sounds like... So, to the Star Wars... Star Wars. Um, boy, howdy. That movie sure was two and a half hours long. God, it seemed like it, too. Like, the prequels dragged as fuck. This one was more entertaining while it was dragging, I can say that much. It, there was just, like, an empty hour in there. Like, that's, yeah, that's, that's what I got. Yeah, the visuals, and that was about it, yeah. The, so the middle part is just a series of fetch quests... Like, like, let's see. The the movie is like a half hour of just this completely like brain sparking disconnected clip show. Like the first twenty minutes of that movie are incoherent. It's just you're here, you're there, you're here, you're there, and just, like, I mean, did did y'all feel that way? The the whole way the the thing opens. I mean, I was able to follow what was going on. Like, it's like okay, we're jumping between characters that are doing different things at different places. But it didn't seem like it was going anywhere, and then it did. Or that there was any real strong connection between what was happening in these different places. They didn't seem to drive each other on at all. Well, and like the opening scene, like it's literally exactly what you're describing in Microcosm, where they're hyper jumping from place to place to place. <laughs> oh yeah, you know, I had forgotten about that. Like there was, why was that in there? <laughs> So they could have some tension between the two characters who don't normally have enough personality I mean, to even disagree with each other over anything. Like, you can't do that. Well, I did. It doesn't work. I just did. Oh, speaking of the character All of that dynamic. to set up the most useless reveal and waste of a character of the entire series. Fuck me. Who are we talking yeah. about? Hux. Oh, yeah. Just Wait, what? Complete waste. Oh, Yes. <laughs> it's that was that was like the data transfer guy, yeah. He was the, he was spy. the spy. Yes, yeah. Right, because they because they set him up to be like the the non force user baddie in the in Force Awakens. Right, he was supposed yes. to be your Tarkin. Yeah. Whoops! Wiped out. Surprise. And just the the core three like Finn, Poe, and Ray, they always felt like. Uh, like people that just met each other on a reality show, like they were three people in the house together. They never felt I'm like they were actually. Well, they never felt like they were actually <laughs> friends in any meaningful way. Yeah, they, yeah, but but they hug on screen. Isn't that what friends do? Well, and after Maybe. like after the arc on uh, getting the dagger planet, um, <laughs> the. Uh, like, it, it really followed the arc of of Jedi 
where Luke is very much off doing his own thing and everyone else is dealing with the actual fight. <laughs> they had to go like, get a thing to go get another thing. <laughs> yeah, there, yeah, there was a fetch quest for a fetch quest. The, the MacGuffin needed a MacGuffin. And then when she got Which, the thing, she didn't get the thing. But there was another the thing <laughs> that Adam Driver had. Welcome to a 1993 RPG. Would you like to use the restroom? Well, yes, but the, the the bridge is broken, so you'll have to let us go get wood. Okay, well, but there's a dragon that guards the woods, and it just kills anybody who goes to cut down trees. Okay, so the dragon can be put to sleep by... Yeah, it turns out the future did refuse to change. <laughs> oh, yeah, oh... <laughs> Yeah, well, and turns out uh, if you save your game in the wrong place, the uh, the love interest they established for Finn can't escape the uh, base area. <laughs> and there's all this and there's all this weird dialogue left in that makes it seem like he's in love with Ray. Yeah, like that. That was like they like several times in the film. Like he's about to tell Ray something before they die, and like what was so, it ever supposed to be? I don't even fucking remember. I mean, you have to assume it's supposed to be like Finn's crushing on Ray, but also he just got yeah, love hey, I'm force sensitive. Like, I mean, it could be, hey, I'm force sensitive, which they've been hinting at since the first movie, so it wasn't a big surprise whenever he felt it, whenever that shit happened on Planet Evil Plays. <laughs> the, uh, the woman, they, the, the horsewoman, all right? I, I yes. cannot remember her name. She, is she, she had a literal... cute tooth gap. Yeah, yeah. Is she just there to give Ray a boat and then have horses? Yes. And then the fight. She... Like, why is she in there? Uh, she's there to lead a cavalry charge on the deck of a star destroyer. Like that's yeah. it for fanged horses of fanged horses rather. Yes. Uh, okay. It... She could be something. I I can't say she's a fucking foil for Finn. But she's a lot like Finn because they were both stormtroopers. They gave her, like, out of nowhere, suddenly backstory. They're the Ewoks again. Oh, hey, yeah, that too. And she helps Finn do something. She brought the bombs. Yeah, and they did commando things and blew up a Star Destroyer, which was also a Death Star Destroyer because it had a a super laser on it. And there were, like, 16,000 of them because... (laughs) Too you much, always gotta just keep raising those stakes. <laughs> One Death Star, two Death Stars, three Death can't Stars. Wait for the, 10, can't wait for the special editions in 20 years <laughs> where we get to watch one of those crash land on a Naboo and there's a bunch of Gungans cheering. Now, Star Wars 10 <laughs> is just Werner Herzog eating cereal called Oops All Death Stars. <laughs> just two hours of him no not even a spoon it's just him slugging like the whole bowl into his face milk's going Slurping. everywhere it's just you love it don't you you love you star wars you little piggy the same as I eat this so do you consume the slop god damn I think the I have got the baby Yoda under the table I will not show him to you <laughs> Technically in the movie because of this line of dialogue. No one will ever see him again except in toys. Werner Herzog, who was at the Bernie rally in Vienna Beach. In <laughs> yeah, that's right. So, so was Ver- Jack fucking Nicholson. 
<laughs> and Danny DeVito. The, and Danny DeVito, I want to yes. be in a room with Jack Nicholson, Werner Herzog, and Danny DeVito so bad. Oh, my God. Yes. That is, that is energy. <laughs> that is a spirit bomb waiting to happen, man. <laughs> Give Bernie your energy. Old man, do it. The, the, the biggest tonal waste, like... Was was the reveal about Ray? Because I thought the, the entire thing. I don't know which. What was the first movie in the new trilogy? The Force Awakens. The Force Awakens. Force Awakens. Last Jedi. And the, okay, yeah. And the Rise of Skywalker. Cool. Yeah. Um, they they did. Yeah. You guys mentioned that that there was so much setup for this to be so cool and good, and then they just shat all over. Well, yeah, the Last Jedi set it up where the whole idea was you don't have to be some sacred bloodline, like which you are in a not movie, the chosen one. The fact that a, do it. a movie series about how bad space Nazis are is super obsessed with bloodline and lineage with is super weird. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like yeah, Ryan Johnson was like, yeah, uh, we're not going to do that. You know, like it doesn't like you didn't have to be a Skywalker, and then you know, Broom Kid, like we're that's. That's basically been invalidated. <laughs> you have family obligation. I mean, that's... I was I was hoping, you know, in the ninth film, okay, so, like, the Force is just going to start awakening and people all over the place, right? Yeah, that's what I was yeah. hoping. Yeah, it's, 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 hoping. They, it's what the guy seemed to set up, and it would have made for a much better movie. Oh, hey, cool, Finn can use a lightsaber. Yeah, that's rad. Oh, he's he's more force awakened now. Like, they burned was, the sacred text. What Fuck was him. the uh, what was the fight in episode three? The big arena battle with all the Jedi versus the clones. Oh, that was in uh, that's the end of episode two on Geonosis. <laughs> Geonosis. That's it. Yeah, that's what should have been the final like the the culmination of everything would have been like imagine like a, like a bunch of militias have the force awakened in them. And they build lightsabers, then like and they just go a, fucking ham. A fucking people, like it's, instead of being the Jedi Order, it's a people's army of Jedi uh, sensitive. Yeah, with like with like junk, scrapped together lightsabers. <laughs> yeah, like, well, even no lightsabers, like just regular weapons. Just, yeah, like, yeah, fighting with just the regular stuff that's kind of glowy. Yeah, thematically, they could have them all with some sort of glowy shit or another that's not necessarily a lightsaber. But yes, just having regular people go and do the thing. I mean, they had that flotilla thing badass. that could have easily been a thing. Like that flotilla was there for Lando to have a Lando moment. And be like, ah, I got y'all. And yeah. then to get force lightninged and then unforce lightninged. Yeah, no, I was there to suck off the special families. Yeah. God, that whole fleet scene. It's it was really I could just hear the red letter media guys going, Remember A wings? <laughs> you remember Y wings? <laughs> you remember B wings? <laughs> We got A-wings, we got B-wings, we got C-wings, we got D-wings, we got E-wings. We got cock rings. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shit, Disney, Disney. No, take that out. (laughs) Take that down. Mickey Mickey Mouse cock ring. It's got the little ears on it. It's got the little ears on it. You get get two of your bros and you put three in there. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) When you come upon your bro Makes no difference who's the who (laughs) (laughs) Help us all 
yanking so, yeah. about Star Wars in a completely different way. They, uh, they let, uh, I'm going to cut that. Um, oh, yeah, they let Adam Driver finish his uh, whiny Darth Vader fanboy arc. Uh, he doubled down and then at the last moment had a change of heart and turned on the Emperor yep. and died for it. Yep. Got got to play Christ figure. And I yep. guess fell Again, in love with Rey, which was not Skywalker. built up at all. No. I mean, like, they had the strong... They had, like, the, the... Okay, this is a brand new thing for this shit. Like, they could violate space-time but with their force talk. Because normally it's like, oh shit, they can talk, so that's, that's cool. cool. No, no, but I actually like, like that. Stuff you know, back and forth. Yeah, that was pretty fucking sweet. Yeah, like, that they, was a that's cool, that, good addition. They built up to that. Like, the fact that they had that connection and could talk to each other over distances was built up from the first movie of the new trilogy. It was. I just yeah. wish it wasn't and a this romantic was a thing. Continuance of it. Yes. That that felt yeah, that felt like, like the, the coward's way out. Yeah, we fighting and fucking. Yeah. <laughs> like, like they did that because it, like millions of people have made fan art of them in all manners of sexual slash romantic activities. Written yeah. and directed by Reddit. Jedi slash yes. it, it, uh, We would have said Tumblr, but it's dead now. Yeah, no the. More, uh, more. Tumblr Star Wars. Board. There was definitely some cool shit about that, though. Like, where the necklace was neat, the raspberries yes. were neat, the lightsaber the, was a great The payoff. lightsaber handoff. Yeah. yeah. yeah they, that was really well done. It makes me think that the director didn't think of it at all. Somebody else <laughs> gave him that fucking idea. <laughs> well, mind you, that was, like, that ability was established in The Last Jedi, so they have to give credit to Ryan Johnson for that one. <laughs> uh, did he write it? What? The Did Ryan Johnson Last Jedi? write The Last Jedi? Uh, I think so, yeah. I think it was him, yeah. Fabro, Trevorrow, Abrams. Like, there was a whole bunch of them that were involved in writing it, but yes. Uh, yeah, good. Uh, so, so what we've established here is that all the good parts of The Rise of Skywalker are from Ryan Johnson. <laughs> And okay. all the good parts of Star Wars have come from now. Not like, the here, let's do let's do ten minutes. If we make ten minutes of hey, what are things you liked about this movie? Let's just go in a circle. Okay. Yes, John. What about you? So, like <laughs> the the really exhausted knockdown drag out fights of of the final two things that be, could be called a, a, a Jedi in the universe really mirrored and paralleled the exhaustion of the franchise and <laughs> and of the legends they were just oh, oh, <sighs> and screaming and swinging at each other and occasionally force like counter and combat and shit um i, I like the force healing and the the accidental force lightning there's nothing else about ray that's that's super appealing um, if that's what you got, that's what you got. Yeah, largely. I mean, it's it 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 was a fun movie for the the fights and the lasers and explosions. That that's what I got. So We've I got uh, everything else that I had. I passed the conch. Yeah, I yeah. liked <laughs> the sequence where they were fighting through the Star Destroyer up until the Hux reveal. I thought that was fun and it was exciting 
and watching Finn and Poe and Chewbacca run around like jackasses mirroring the <laughs> escape sequence from yes. A New Hope was really fun and funny and just seeing all the stormtroopers fail to hit anyone over and over <laughs> was extremely on brand was extremely on brand and it was just fun <laughs> watching like those sets because they were more or less identical to the new hope ones but you know made out of less cheap materials that was cool um i liked the sequence where they're underground and there's the snake thing and Ray heals it after everyone else is like just visually giving out the body language just shoot the damn thing just shoot the damn thing and then she yeah. heals it because it sets off that oh Ray is a force healer which is a thing that came up again and again later in the movie and that's mm-hmm. that's good stuff um, I also liked the emperor stuff like the emperor doing the emperor was good and the nod to the clones, even though it wasn't a clone of the Emperor, uh, that Snoke was a basically a <laughs> Sith vessel for him to speak through, is fun and cool. And makes me appreciate at least that they had obviously read something or somebody told J.J. Abrams about, hey, here's a cool thing that happened in the Timothy Zahn books. Snoke in a jar. Yeah, and I'm going to stop there. Okay, yeah, that's some stuff that I forgot. I like it. Okay. Uh, I agree that uh, Kajimi was the strongest stretch of the movie. Like, I remember uh, while I was watching it, whenever you got Finn and Poe running around shooting stormtroopers, I was like, you know what? This is cool. I like this. Um, Yeah. And (laughs) so uh, Poe's ex-girlfriend, I guess, his former smuggling mate... Um, I get the impression that they realized, or it was like, oh shit, Ryan killed off our Boba Fett and Captain Phasma, so they just made another Boba Fett. Um, Played by Carrie Russell. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, that was, I found that out on IMDb afterwards. Um, uh, She had a cool costume design, so, I mean, in much the same way Boba Fett was a cool looking action figure, you know, not a character, a character design. She's the same way, but it's also a good one. She looks like an F-Zero racer. (laughs) <laughs> she did. Yeah, she did. Uh, and the the little black market uh, droid tech. I that was a great Star Wars character. Like for yes. being a little Star Wars, one of those little Star Wars things, like a uh, like Jabba's monkey lizard or whatever. He was a great one of those. It, yes. No, no. No. Thank you. Yeah. Um. Man, the, might be. Might be the best new character out of this movie. I think it is. Yeah. Did did the ro- did the little Rolly droid that talks? Did he do? Did, did they do anything in the movie? He, I think he mentioned one thing, and then people had a realization because of something he brought up. Yeah, he's super old and new shit. I don't remember that being in the movie though. They mentioned like they mentioned something about the droid being super old, and then like. It was on the ship that brought Ray to Jakku. Okay, but is this is this being teased out by you, or was that in the movie? I think that was in the movie. Yeah, <laughs> I don't remember. A, we are uniformly uncertain about it, though. Well, because the <laughs> ship, yes, exactly. like the point is, is that the ship that they 
Okay, so the ship associated with the dagger that they found is the same ship that brought Ray to Jakku. That's... Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And that droid belonged to whatever dude was originally on that ship. Who? There's oh. another story about that, but that's a Twitter story, and I'll just yeah. tell you guys later. So it's super <laughs> weird that they, they made Ray Palpatine's granddaughter... And then they don't even touch, like, how her parents came to be, who Palpatine fucked. Like, the, the, the intermediary generation, they're just like, yeah, it happened. Yeah, and then they sold her because they loved her. <laughs> Something about adoption. But, I mean, you would assume the children, the child of the emperor would probably have some shit going on, right? I mean, probably before her Jedi shit manifested, or rather, it would have manifested earlier in her life. Well, One I mean, like whoever Steve's daughter is. <laughs> yes, I know what I his real a, name is. I'm going to call him Steve. I did learn in a uh, in the I guess what's now Star Wars Legend in the EU, the uh, the Emperor did have a son named I think Tri Octavus who was a mutant with three eyeballs, and he had a daughter named Ray. So, I'm gonna go with like somewhere out there. Her dad's some three-eyed mutant. That's more fun to me. Also dead. Also dead. Dead three-eyed dad. Coming this fall on NBC or ABC because it's Disney. Uh, it is very funny that they waited. Like, and, okay, so the, the the final scene I said to you, Justin, as we were walking out, the ending montage felt like an SNL parody of an ending montage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it did just keep going. Like, and the the fact that like they the waited too many cooks of Star Wars endings. Like, they waited a mechanic hugging a big slug alien, the same as the first homosexual kiss in Star Wars is so fucking funny. <laughs> yeah. Chewie finally got a goddamn medal. He did. Which I, I did appreciate that. It's like, okay, that's a cute little nod. Yeah. <laughs> good. Chewie Glad was really... Chewie breaking down when he found out Leia died. That was... That was good. A good moment. Yeah. Okay, we, we've got a lot that we've been about on this. I think the one thing we've forgotten is uh is is the mall squad the the Sith squad <laughs> oh, that didn't do shit so let me let me okay so both with the knights of ren and with uh pose x all right the 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 characters in full helmets there were a lot of scenes that were just scenes of them standing somewhere and every single time one was on screen in my head i was just hearing uh you want to stand here it was especially strong on the establishing shots on the desert planet where they're all, like they were just on that hilltop or that plateau or whatever it is like the scammers yes. were around just like uh hey guys um uh what's up <laughs> they're here yeah, and uh, they're force users. Sith. There will be a box uh, set of all great. seven action figures, and it'll cost one hundred fifty dollars. Oh, yeah, it'll be a hundred bucks. 
I mean, not gonna Again, lie, they, good they, designs though. Like they look fine. They reminded me of like a Star Wars version of Pyramid Head. They a reminded of me them. of Moltar. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the weapon, like every weapon, was ridiculous in a different way. <laughs> yeah, it was fun. Like one had a fucking Buster Sword. Yeah, we had the fucking Star Wars Dynasty Warriors over here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which one was Jung Hae? Dude, None. make that make that Battlefront three, man. Oh fuck yeah! yeah. Star Wars Musou. Playing as a nobody's trying to become a part of his, of the new guard. Brand squad. Man, battle Battlefront wants to be Star Wars Musou, but it's just not quite there. Not at all. Well, everybody in those is human, too. Like, I mean, it's just a big-ass multiplayer. Like, really, they kind of did Battle Royale before Battle Royale. Uh, they're still sides. Nah, it's it's more like, uh, I mean, well, it's Battlefield, because it's Battlefield, the Battlefield yeah. people. But, uh, yeah. Big teams, though. Yeah, like 12 on 12. Yeah. Well, and I heard Battlefront 2 has actually gotten good. The gameplay and it's fine. It was just the microtransaction, like the stuff around the edges was such horseshit that I found it completely unpalatable. They yeah. removed a lot of features and then charged you to put them back in. Like I, it's, it, you I really do wonder how playing the game in a fun way a like, long time ago, but now you just gotta buy them. How pissed was Disney when EA managed to tie Star Wars to the thing that got lawmakers looking at loot boxes? Oh, because that that was oh. the straw. The birth yeah. of Campbell's back. Yes. It was Battlefront 2. The most downvoted Reddit comment in history. Right. Which is, uh... Who are the, uh... The Titanfall guys? Uh, Re... Respawn Studios. Respawn. Yeah, did, uh... Are they EA? They are. They are. They are. Yeah, they're owned by EA. Yeah, well, I guess they... I mean, it sounds like they made a good Star Wars game. Fallen Order. I've heard good things. Yeah, I, I've heard yes. that it's fun and soulsy. Yeah. It's tough, but fair. There are some real bad PC glitches, though, so I'm just going to wait for that one to get patched up. Uh-oh. Yeah, it, it looks cool. Like, it looks like a really neat Star Wars game that is almost a weird follow-up to, like, uh, the tough but fair, like, Super Nintendo Star Wars games. Huh. Though the, the Super Nintendo Star Wars games were unfair in places, but that's because the games are sort of broken. Time. Yeah, they're dumb and bad, and I love them to death. Those games tried weird things. Like, they did really, really weird shit for platformers. Yeah, I remember... In general, like, I have a cer certain love for games where, like, when every individual character changes the gameplay experience, and they did that very well. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like the, the characters... difference between playing Grant and... Uh, like Richter, I think. Yeah, like exactly. Yeah, yeah. Like they actually very, very strongly differentiated the playstyles of the of the characters. It was fun hearing the sounds of shooting Jawas in the first one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Badly digitized Utis. <laughs> actually, really well digitized, but still on the Super Nintendo. But still on the Super Nintendo, yeah. Oh, it's sucking down those hardware limitations. When they go, when they go to. Uh, Desert planet, and for some reason, there's a land crawler and Jawas there in the establishing shot, and they never mention it again. Y yeah. <laughs> nope. Not a goddamn bit. Which I thought Jawas were a Tatooine thing, but I guess they're on all desert planets. They're just on any desert planet. 
Yeah, Jawas, like, they naturally, they prefer the desert, and that's just kind of where they live, but they'll go all over to trade and sell shit. And steal shit. Fucking Star Wars, man. Star Wars? <laughs> so how, how long until we uh, get another Star Wars film? Five a year years? and a half. What's the next one? Yeah, oh, well, is it the... They, they, there's nothing else on the slate. They have not announced another Star Wars film, but... Yeah, they they won't let this one rest too long. Nah. Infinite dollars. I do know, though, uh, John Favreau was put in charge of it, so I guess they want him to work some Marvel magic on it. I mean, he did a really good job with The Mandalorian. Yeah, and... Like, <laughs> this is a guy that has made 22 films gel with each other. I mean, there's, there are valid criticisms of the Marvel films, but they do they are of a type. Uh, yeah. yeah. Like, the machine works with itself. The man and, somehow was able to bring, like, comic book uh, series intersectionality and bring that to film in a real way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I... The Marvel movies, like, legitimate criticisms that can be hurled at them aside, they are an impressive piece of narrative storytelling. And pop art. Well, and yeah, this, hard scare quotes on art, but... And just... <laughs> coordination like like the stuff that happens off the screen just coordinating that much of a storytelling apparatus is very impressive yeah a simple story but told over that amount of time with that many people involved is still an, like a hell of an achievement you're constantly having to revisit sets and like regrow beards and touch up faces because the people have aged unless you're filming like for things that you know were coming ahead of time well, just like, it's whenever they were a, signing a up new actors, idea. like, what was that pitch meeting like where this guy's like, okay, so we've got this next movie coming out, and this stuff happens, so what we want you to be is this character in the movie after that. It's a six-motion picture deal, but two of them are cameos. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just okay. negotiating those contracts. Like, there's there one of these days, there will be a very good documentary about how the, the Marvel machine worked, and I want to see it. Same. It's it's gonna be that shit's gonna be like a masterclass in in movie production and facilitation. Like it, how to make movies happen. What resonates with me about it, just from like an administrative standpoint, is the fact that it means that they put somebody in charge of it and let them do their thing. Because any serious amount of studio meddling could have fucked that up. Yes. Oh, is it? No, is I said Frequently John Favreau. Does. It's Kevin Feige's in charge of Star Wars yeah. now, right? Okay, yeah, yeah. I met Kevin Feige. Uh, yeah, and they and that all started before. Like, remember, Iron Man was not made under Disney. I don't think the Incredible Hulk was either. Like nah. Disney, Disney, Disney hopped That's on right. that once yeah. it got hot. But they, they those did not start under Disney. That was just Marvel doing Marvel. Yeah, I really hope, though, that they don't go for, like, a cinematic universe kind of thing with Star Wars. Um, reason being, number one, telling small stories that are self-contained in that setting is much more interesting to me than overarching, world-shattering stuff. People don't have to meet the biggest heroes in existence yeah. to get their shit bit, like, to get business taken care of. Like, such and such doesn't need to be the ancestor of whoever they're but, you know? Yeah. Yeah, like, they, they need to show some... Like, the the Skywalkers are the unique thing in that universe. 
like small smaller stakes. They need smaller stakes Star Wars stories. Yep. And that's, that's why so- Mando works, and that's why Rogue One worked. Though the stakes in Rogue One were extremely high, but at the same time, the actual principle was no, we need to break into this military base and steal this thing. Yeah, that was the plot. And I'm not a big fan of Rogue One, but I do find, like, it was a good idea. Yeah, yeah, it was a really, really well-put-together movie. And they they didn't lean into the, this is the most important thing anyone will ever do in history. No. But they sure lean into that shit in this last movie. Like, several times. Everything will mean nothing if we don't do this. And I'm like, yeah, sure, if you want to close out the franchise, that's fine. Even after Ryan Johnson yeeted them off of it. (laughs) (laughs) Guys, if we fuck this up, everything that we've done will be dust. (laughs) The Star Wars story. (laughs) It's a lesson in not being teleological about history. The least likely things have happened frequently. So, this also kind of means Luke didn't really do shit, doesn't it? Uh. He didn't stop the Emperor. Like, the. I mean, I, I thought the First Order was dumb from jump. Because, like, the whole, you know, Revenge or Return of the Jedi, you know, they finally take down the Empire. And, like, they're, the best idea they come up with was what if there was a, a new empire, empire that looks the exact empire. same? Yeah, my thought was. <laughs> Like, all they had to do, and I this might have been too confusing for, or they would have perceived it as too confusing, is what if it was the, like, battered remnants of the Empire that were attempting to counter-coup the Rebels? Yeah, that's ten times more interesting. Yeah, oh, that's, wow. that's yeah, all you that have to do. That would be cool as fuck. Basically, like a fascist insurgency. Exactly. Yeah, uh, <laughs> fascists that don't think you're fascist enough. God, like that, that, oh. that would have been infinitely more interesting than the First Order, which, that I mean, they use TIE Fighters that. and shit. It's obvious that's what they are, but they really should have actually stepped in on that because the Empire, like, I don't know. Let's talk about the Empire for a second, right? So is the Empire <laughs> the Emperor or is the Empire the bureaucratic bodies that were left over from the Republic that the Emperor took over? There's some play, like, back and forth there. They, they they intentionally write themselves some wiggle room, because sometimes, like, it's the Emperor and what he says goes. But also, hey, this is the Emperor's golden boy wearing black armor, and if you don't do what he says... Uh, you, sometimes you can, like, contravene them and, like, have your little office politics behind their back. But also, sometimes he'll just choke you and it'll be fine. He'll be fine. he just murder whoever he wants. So Darth Vader is the Emperor Stephen Miller, you see... <laughs> God damn it. Uh, uh I think Darth Vader might be more like a Steve Bannon. Bannon? Like a, Bannon? No, I mean so it was so the Emperor there was no non Sith like there wasn't like a prime minister of the Empire. No, it's our, like, it's he, he dissolves the Senate. <laughs> Like, like right this is very the, the analogy really breaks down because like the religious zeal of guys like Bannon, Trump does not share that, but the empire no, is the is the is the head. So this is where the analogy really breaks. It'd be like if Bannon if Bannon was president, he would be the empire. It, yeah, okay, yeah. But like the emperor dollars. Stephen Miller, like you definitely see his advisors in uh, in Return of the Jedi and Empire. 
and there's some creepy looking Sith dudes. That's the thing is like they're in there, but they don't do anything with them in the in the movies. That's just like, oh yeah, these guys are here. Same thing with the Royal Guard. Like the Royal Guard are they're there. They're there for action figures. They have the yeah. They're there for action figures. They for, have the backstories and side and like side stories and comics. Yeah, they have shit. the hoods, the red armor, and the spears. That's, yeah. And it's just like oh, and it neat throwback to that. It's like oh shit, these stormtroopers are wearing that same red, same way that the uh, I don't know if they were I don't know who the fuck they were. Snoke's guard in uh, the in last the Jedi, one. same thing. So, uh, in the Rise of Skywalker, were those statues, or did he literally have, like, an entire army of Sith there that they just did nothing with? Those were supplicants. Those were... Okay, yes. yeah, like... The, like I, I thought they'd do something with those them. Those were all cultists. Those were all Sith cultists. Yeah. There's there's a cool battle. Rey taking... Rey and Ben taking on, like, thousands of Sith cultists. That would have been so fucking cool. Yeah, like, and they're just Allahu Akbar suicide charging... Just and they're just atop a pile of bodies. Like it the, was a great visual. What yeah, a cool scene. What a cool area. The, like giant cool, statues. Big, like, like giant goddamn genocide whenever Ray blows everything up. Which the the way it ended was so anticlimactic. Like the, how JJ Abrams to end it with an explosion. I mean, it's just like, you know, force lightning versus lightsaber, but what if it was two lightsabers? Yeet! Like that's <laughs> That's I mean, the, it's harder now. <laughs> like, there, there should have been some sort of... Which, I mean, Ian, Ian McDermott's an old guy. But some sort of battle. Like, it it just ends with a whimper. Well, I mean, I... So, from the, from the standpoint of, hey, Ian, we've got a part for you. You don't have to walk. Which, my understanding is he's not so great at walking now. So, Aww. that I get. Like, it, you just have to stand here. We're going to prop you up. And you will be supported. Or you can sit down. Like, that I can fuck with. As a limitation of the actor, totally on board with it. That's fine, but it would have been great for him to have some other representative or a snow clone or something else, some other way to manifest his power physically so that it's not just, who killed the Emperor? The Emperor killed the Emperor. It would be, I think that maybe they... It would be dumb. Give me zombie Vader at that point. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Fuck off. It would it would oh not be God. any dumber than the movie we got. It, agreed. It's true. Yeah. There's there's no down bottom of the barrel scraped. Well, I think part of that too is that like they were getting towards he hasn't used a lightsaber since the fight with Mace Windu. Yeah. And they kind of yeah. stuck with that. Yeah. Well, and he's supposed to be like. I mean, he was already frail in the original trilogy. By this point, he's got... I mean, that's why he wants Rey to take over, right? He's basically exactly. a husk. Yes. Yeah, yeah. He is an artificially sustained corpse. And they lean into that. And he looks cool as hell. He looks ancient and awful. And it's and great. And dead as fuck. Yeah, he's a lich. Yes, a, he is a, a lich. He is a Sith lich. Cybertech lich. Cybertech lich. I like that a lot. Cybertech lich. That's cool. Man, what a what a bad movie full of cool things. <laughs> Pay off and nothing. An explosion. An explosion that killed a bazillion supplicants. Hooded figures. Yeah. Dying in droves beside hooded figure statues. Oh man. Well, hey, I need to uh I need to cut this off. I've got a couple things I need to get to today. 
Alright, that was Star All Wars. Right. Uh, it was. Depending on your definition of Star Wars. I'm uh, not a big fan, so I wasn't hugely disappointed. Yeah, I'm just like, okay, that was fine. That was two and a half hours of, of cotton candy. Yeah. It, it was it was a fun, dumb summer action blockbuster flick. That happened on December 22nd. It happened on December. <laughs> we had a good time. We hope y'all do, too. Yep. Watch The Irishman instead. <laughs> Have a good one. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Laters. Deuces, y'all.